This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org to discover more shows like this one. The darkness awaits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zing This Court. The People versus Ellie King. I'm Judge Zinger, um, introducing Ellie as the person who is charged by our guest, Phil Rude, with heinous acts. So before we get to today's episode, <laughs> we need to solve this situation, people. Oh my gosh. Um, Phil Rude, um, you are accusing Ellie of what? Uh, of not liking Fury Road enough. All right. Is, are there any other charges against her that <laughs> well, must be uh, stated? I, I, do we want to drag in her her statement that the Mummy is the new Indiana Jones franchise? I don't I don't know how deep you want me to order. Order in this court. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're breaking the the soundboard over here. All right. So first accusation: you stand accused of not liking Fury Road enough. How do you plead, Ellie? Um, I guess guilty. Was that objection? Oh wait, no, I agree with that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. All right. Next, the the next um accusation, Phil. Uh, what was your what was your statement that the mummy is the new Indiana Jones, Ellie? Because I mean that's that's just outrageous. Brendan <laughs> Fraser uh, coming up against uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Seriously, he doesn't even wear a hat. <laughs> uh, he doesn't well, have a whip. Oh, no whip, no that's, hat. That's true. A whip. That's true. I was saying... Oh, it, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a biased party in this situation. Right. Um, I never said it was better than Indy. I said in when it came out, it was kind of like a newer version of that style of movie for kids that weren't the age to be able to see Indy when they first came out. So it's not... People like to twist my words around. Thank you very much, Justin. Hmm. 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 Um, but yeah, that's that's what I just meant. I just meant that style of you know the going in and the tomb robbing and the you know the adventure style of it. It was kind of like at that time it was the newer version of that style of movie. All right, um, ma'am, I will remind you this is the Zing This Court, and I am Judge Zinger. I will not be spoken to that way again. This is your only and final warning. Um, and call, I would like Judge. to Good say. Call. I would like to say that you have no power over me, and you are not my judge. I am your judge. Objection. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you after this episode. Uh, oh, God. I feel, I feel like the, the guest at a dinner party where the couple is, uh, the host couple is arguing, and I'm really uncomfortable right now. Um, I, I will... I will say that your defense of it captured maybe some of the magic of the indiana jones franchise for a newer generation but i will put on the advocate of you still have to watch the original indiana jones to capture the full magic of adventure well, yeah. and, of, of i mean but stuff. you have to keep in mind um not that the graphics were super stellar for the mummy franchise either but um a lot of kids unfortunately and i do say this unfortunately um, they don't like going back and watching older movies because they're so used to what they look like now, whether they're crap or not. They still look better, and some kids are just, unfortunately, they're 
blinded by that. So you can try to get kids sometimes to watch those older movies, which they are fantastic, but it's just good luck with that. Try. Some of them will do uh, it. Uh, objection. I don't think there is anything more haunting than that Nazi's face melting like a Roman candle uh, at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's, uh-huh. uh, there, and as a responsible parent, I think uh, <laughs> I, I took it upon myself to show my children the Indiana Jones movies, despite the fact that the Mubby movies were new when they were born. Uh, I, I, I don't blame, I don't take to this cop out of, oh no, it's for kids. <laughs> Come on, Ellie, you're a parent. No, I would not, and I am a responsible parent, not going (laughs) to make my children watch something they don't want to. Not all (laughs) children are blessed with the nerdy, geeky um, trait that want to watch those kind of movies, unfortunately. Like I said, I have some myself that I've tried, but they just won't, they won't do it as she's glaring at me. (laughs) (laughs) There, yes, one of our children is on the other side of the room playing video games as we speak, so... (laughs) I feel like I'm getting dragged into all of your family drama right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, on that note, Judge Zinger has real some... world. Was it where this is like a, a real world episode of the Zing House? <laughs> all right. Um, Judge Zinger has some statements to make real quick. Um, it is under this court's assumption that Phil, you um, oh, what is it? Um, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange style made your kids watch those movies. I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I uh, I, I pop their eyes open, strap them into the chair. I'm like, you will watch this face melt. <laughs> Perfect. I wanted to make sure that we were clear on the situation at hand. Um, I will have more statements later in the what? actual episode <laughs> about having people watch this younger because I have a theory and I think I can prove it oh. um, through the entire indie franchise. But um, okay. I think... Ellie has skated by with only a stern warning from this from this judge of keep it pop culture. And does Phil have anything else he would like to say before closing? I mean, it, now it's time for closing statements. Phil Rude. Uh, I would like to recommend that Ellie go back and watch The Road Warrior as well, the second best Mad Max movie, and uh, oh, watch them God. together. It's a great double feature, and I think you should be forced to watch it with an open mind and see uh, Fury Road for the feminist victory that it is. Oh. Uh, Ellie, your closing statement. I don't need a closing statement. I'm awesome. <laughs> Concise as always. <laughs> Um, as for this judge's closing statement, I would like to point out that um, I have skated by it with not getting a threatening movie recommendation this week, so <laughs> small victories all around. All right, let's actually begin this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Indiana Jones-filled episode of Zing This. I'm No Time for Love, Dr. Zinger. Oh. I'm, a good... I'm Shorty Ellie. Nice, nice. And I'm Phil the Flying Lifeboat Rude. Nice. <laughs> yes. Um, so we are diving into, going into the Temple of Doom this week. Yes. The, the second in the Indiana Jones saga, and technically, chronologically, the first in the timeline. Though, does that matter? Is it really relevant to anyone but a ton of nerds? Not really. Monkey brains for everyone. Yes. So, um, as always with this, we will start off with our top three moments. And as always, I forgot to check to see who did it last. So, we're going to have our guest 
As always, Phil Rude, go first. Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to start off really simple with the minecar chase at the end. I think yeah. um, a lot of action movies, usually they're, I feel like the best action scene is rarely at the end. I kind of feel like the, be- the more fun action scene usually happens in the middle. And this one really turns that on its ear. I think the I think the minecar chase is incredible. And while I watched it, I could not figure out why there has not been a roller coaster uh, built that mimics this. They have the Indiana Jones stunt show at Disney, and why they don't have this roller coaster is beyond me. So uh, get that, on it, Disney. Yeah, that would be really cool. So, so because I, I think I said that today when we were watching it too. I said like. Wait, is this like a... Don't they have a ride somewhere for this? And we both were kind of like, I don't know. But you've kind of confirmed that, yes, there is no... To the best of any of our knowledge... Yeah. A, a ride for this, which would be awesome and phenomenal to have. I, I, would, I would love it. It looks like so much fun, you know, except for being shot at. Um, it, it looks like really fun, a lot of fun in the movie. So you just think that, like, oh, that totally lends itself, but... Uh, yeah, it's not there. All right, sir, what are your other two top moments? Uh, my other one, I love that when uh, Indy is forced to drink the blood, and then he's on that weird altar with the candles all around him, and it's just echoey and trippy. Uh, and I love it because it's so much unlike the rest of the movie. It's like the Willy Wonka boat ride in the middle of, <laughs> of Willy Wonka. It's just really bizarre, um, and it sort of gets that nightmare tone down. All right, definitely a good and, choice. And uh, my third one is one of my favorite Indiana Jones moments in the entire saga because it really grounds him as a human being. And it's just that moment where he's on the bridge and they're closing in on both sides and he's trying to look confident and he finally just goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and you know, knows what he has to do. It's a really, like, he feels defeated, and it's the first time I feel like you really see, or one of the rare times where you really kind of see him crack a little bit and and know that he's up against it in a in a bad way. I just, I love that moment so much, and, uh, and so I, it had to land on my list. All right. Definitely good choices. I'm going to, we'll see if we have any crossover with this one. Um... Ellie, do you want to go next, or do you want to... Sure. All right, go ahead with your top three. Um, I would say my... This is hard for me, because this is probably my favorite. I Either favorite or tied for favorite of the indie series. Of um, I just, um, Zygnus Court's about to go Zygnus back Court, in Zygnus Court, back in session. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my gavel? <laughs> Objection, Your Honor. um i really do like i said i I won't reveal yet what my other second i mean my other favorite tide is but this is one of the two that i like the best um the i loved when they have dinner at the palace the supper yeah yes and just looking at all the food and watching that one really nasty guy just enjoy it while you know (laughs) willie and and little shorty is just like what is he doing uh so it was just it was kind of fun just to see that part i liked it had a nice comedic part to it um i would say number two definitely because i do have that crossover with phil i love the bridge scene i like the whole thing about it and when he chops it and them trying to climb up the rope and it i just i like that whole scene i think it's pretty cool too 
Um, number three, knowing that Willie's not going to be in the next movie. <laughs> you know, I was going to reserve a right for you to have a dishonorable mention at any point during this, but it's only for one thing. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll count that. I'll yeah. count that. Your Honor, I would like to drop my previous charges against Ellie. And she is just... Uh. Yes. Put it, um. Where, oh, you're getting it out. Okay. Sustained. Okay. So courtroom yeah. talk. I, I actually should look up a ton of courtroom jargon, so I'm actually saying the right stuff. Exactly. <laughs> just randomly throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll let the fans decide which I've one's funnier. I've played enough Ace Attorney games. I should know. Uh, which, which is funnier, me actually Phoenix, using, Phoenix Wright, yeah. using proper terminology or just saying courtroom words every now and then? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing um, a suit with suspenders right now and pouring a glass of water. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming it's one of those like all white suits too. Oh, definitely. Yes. 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 Donna, I would like to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Alright, so my top three moments, in no particular order, are the, um, Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. The opening. I'm, I'm sorry. It, if, if the previous one was, what if Bond was an archaeologist, this is, no, seriously, what if Bond was an archaeologist? Because it, 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 if, if you put James Bond in place of that, it would kind of be almost the same scene, I feel. I feel like they really wanted... I feel like Spielberg has always wanted to do a Bond movie, and this was his way of getting to do it. <laughs> yes. not. I mean, the rest of the movie has moments, but that one was definitely one to where I really enjoy it. It's a really great, you know, definitely iconic scene with the whole, you know, the spinning table, the trade-off, the dance number, the anything goes. Mm -hmm. The most elaborate nightclub act of all time. Yes. <laughs> yes. I... I would definitely agree with that. Uh, the, my crossover scene is with uh, the the dinner scene. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great scene. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but I have something on that that I want to mention later. So put a pin in that, everyone. And finally, I'm going to cheat oh. and say that uh, my in my top three moments, short round, just as a character. I'm going to cheat and just say just he he's solid gold, in my opinion, in every scene he's in. You so, know, every time I watch this, I want to hate Short Round. I because I'm like, this is a, this is a pandering character. They put it in there to to uh, appeal to kids and get a kid audience in. But I love Short Round. I can't help it. I really want to dislike the character, but he's so much fun that I'm glad he's in there every time. I I, I agree. He's one of those characters that I'm like. I feel like he, he is that, that kid in a lot of Spielberg movies or in Spielberg stuff that you're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, man, why, why, why do you have to have this kid here? But he's, he's, he's someone who is, like, equal to, to, to um, Indy. He, he is treated that way by Indy. He's not treated yeah. as a kid. He's treated as, like, a, a equal and a partner in what he's doing. So that's... He, he, he introduces he, him as Mr. Round <laughs> when they get to the palace. It's so funny. And um, like, like, like I said, everything pays off with him. He he's a continuously pay. He continuously pays off as a character in the movie for me. Agree. So so yes. Um. So now that that's done. So this movie, I I I'm, I'm gonna say this now. I think I might have vaguely touched on it. I'm taking that pin out of that dinner scene now. Real 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 quick turnaround. If I may steal the floor for a moment. Um. I feel a lot of people's childhood fears of snakes, Ugh, spiders, 
bugs yeah. come from having to watch the Indiana Jones movies. Because the oh. previous one had the snakes. This one has snakes. No. Um, yeah. I, I know somebody who cannot watch this movie. Like, will turn away during the dinner scene. Like, as an adult, still does not of like... the snakes coming out of the body? Yes. He, oh, okay. he, is, he has a petrifying fear of snakes. Okay. And that he's like, it's it's too much. Huh. It's too much at that point. So, I, I just was like sitting there watching this. I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I don't have any phobias of a lot of these things. Because I feel like it would be... Th- these movies would be like some terrifying, like, Nightmare on Elm Street level horror movie. <laughs> it's a little, watch, wa- little different watching it versus you having to do I know, but some did, people, but... it's just, if you see it, it's just like, yeah. ah... That that um the floor of bugs is just yes. that's nasty. <laughs> it's so gross. When she's got to reach into the Ew. hole and it's got oh. to end. Yes. Now, every time I watch it, I go, I don't know if I could. Yeah, I, I, I feel for like, her. I feel for I'm her. sorry, wife of mine, but you are probably going to die in there because <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to reach in there. <laughs> oh, is that a bug? Oh, spider webs, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's different than what she had to do, though. <laughs> batting away a spider web i can do but woo, that was i will gross. hold you to that at some point in the in the later future. I, can, I can bat away a spider web but not i could wait, I don't wait if I there were spiders in said spider web okay but you didn't say that you just said batting away a spider web i'm assuming you that don't in assume. that re- reaching in there there were spiders in those spider they webs. could be somewhere else out to dinner they might not have been right there at that spider web so they were ha- okay. We'll, we'll get to the dinner scene. T- oh, wait, we're on the dinner scene too. <laughs> I was like, you said um, dinner scene. So Are the spiders at dinner? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, this just happened so. <laughs> That's close what I'd be that. out if they they brought out a plate of spiders. Well, eat, they had I'm the gone. Beatles. They had the Beatles. Yeah. Not spiders though. The, the Beatles were fine. I mean, I wouldn't eat it, but I. Whew. Okay, I'm trying to remember all the different. I should have wrote down all the If they opened up a big arachnid, like a, a big like. Big spider. And then little spiders came yeah, out? Yeah, I'd be out. I'm okay. out. So, I'm trying to remember all the courses, because the first one was... The first one was the... the snake. No, uh, I snake the, surprise. I thought the beetles were before no, that. No, the snake was first. Okay, it was snake... You literally just watched this I know. movie. <laughs> it was... I'm trying to just remember the order. It was snake, beetles, eyeball soup, monkey brain? Am I missing one? No, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, snake surprise. Yep. Which... I, I mean, don't don't those things have bones? Like I, I just don't get how someone just can eat just. Could you just say snakes have bones? No, I'm saying don't those things have bones as in like eating it because you. Well, yeah, you, you gotta. Get be, a, it's like eating fish. You got to be careful of the it, small bones. Thank you. And that one guy's just putting it in his mouth like ah, just just. I, he's he was hungry. Obviously, but that, that's the thing. I'm like, I know eating fish. If you get even the smallest chunk of a fish bone, it's like. And and end times for your mouth, <laughs> and that guy's just chomping away at just everything. Or or do you just swallow them whole? Oh my god! I think it's like spaghetti. You just like slurp Ugh. them down, and it's. Uh, <laughs> but they were slithering all over the table. There's a, uh, that the British uh, general just uh, kind of like trying to bat it away. Um, and I couldn't. I can't figure out why they didn't have Indy sort of interacting more. Like, he should have been, like, super freaking out as soon as they set a snake down on the table because he sees a statue of a snake later really? in the movie. That is a good point. And he, like, they don't, they kind of reference his fear of snakes, 
uh, but he doesn't really interact with snakes in this one as much. He there is the scene with the with the statue, and then there's the scene with Willie getting the snake the on camping. her. Yeah, yeah. She throws and it. she throws it. Yeah, and you see him like kind of. Like have to adjust himself and get himself comfortable. No, he actually gets up and like. No, no. After after he has a little wet his pants moment. After she throws it and it's sitting there, you see him kind of have to adjust himself to kind of get himself comfortable with just being in the area again. Um, No, that is a good point. That that is something for some. I feel that that dinner scene is like. It's it's at the same table and it's near enough to each other, but it's far enough away. There's like obviously one situation going on here, which is Indy talking and oh yeah, definitely. getting the backstory, and then there's Willie and Short Round's adventure and food, which I just don't see Indy eating anything at that point. Or real, I I just feel like the one end of the table wasn't getting fed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the table with all the important people at the end of the table, like there's no food going down there <laughs> yeah, with like the the kid. Uh, King and uh, and his all the VIPs are down there. Uh, I don't know if they just had a basket of bread and they were like, "Yeah, hey, we're fine." And um, <laughs> I and mean, I'd be I'd prefer that too. So. I, oh, I, definitely. Yeah. I, I assume the one gentleman kept ordering stuff. Oh, the, the the one the one that was just excited about all the food. He was very happy. So then there's the Beatles, which eh, whatever. How, how okay? Has anyone at this in this discussion eaten a bug before? No. no. Well, statistically, we've all eaten bugs in our sleep. I, um, but not willingly. I meant, yeah. like, you, you have it, like, as a item that you're like, I'm going to eat that. As a course? No. No, okay. I've, uh, I've usually passed on that course. No, Ellie? I've so, already so said I'm, no. So I'm, I'm going to be the only one that says yes? That's the only reason you brought this up, because you have. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I was checking, because I didn't know if Phil had. Mm-hmm. I've assumed he's you the had. Guy, he's the guy at the table. Yeah. I, I have I have eaten um I think it was a cricket before. Not 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 like grabbed it off, but it was like a like cooked thing that you could eat and um scorpion. Oh, so that's where you draw the line is raw crickets. I'm not I'm I'm just well, saying there's a that... sanitary issue there, Ellie. Come <laughs> on. Thank you. Also, I don't want somebody to assume I was like riding my bike or something and a cricket flew up and went in my mouth and I'm like, Well, I've eaten a cricket now. Oh. Uh, no, I assumed you have like a frog tongue and it just shot out and <laughs> as you were riding your bike down the street. You are not like... best girl. <laughs> My hero discussion later on. But Sorry, I always try to sneak in anime. Thank you. Uh, I did, but I have eaten a scorpion too. That one was in a, it was a chunk of candy. That and doesn't, you, oh, come it on. Does. Oh, what, you want me to eat a live one where it's got the stinger? Yes. Just, just slapping away. Prove your manhood. <laughs> All right. Well, whenever we get to a restaurant where it's like you can order a scorpion, we'll see what happens then. I don't know. Where do we have to go for that? I don't know. Okay. Also, I'm pretty sure they're not alive when you eat them. <laughs> well, yeah, but in the candy though, like, isn't that the same thing as like with the alcohol that has the the snake in it? Isn't there some alcohol that has like and bugs in it and stuff. Well, there's uh, the mezcal has a worm in it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, the like there's tequila that does that. There's I feel like it like tastes a... like the liquor so much you wouldn't really tell the difference with that. Like there's well, you've t- also drank an entire bottle of liquor, so <laughs> that's it... what I'm saying. You, you, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> um, but good right. job though, because it's still nothing I could have done. All right, I, so, I the, done so the so um, the eyeball soup. <gasps> Yeah, where'd all those eyeballs come from? Yeah, because those are pretty obviously human-looking They look like people eyeballs, yeah. <laughs> they look like people. <laughs> I, uh, Eyeball yeah. soup is people. <laughs> um, I, I know, like, with, like, 
uh, butcher shops and stuff, you can get like pig, like every part right. of a. And I'm like, I that okay. Maybe, here's where maybe. here's where I draw the line. Okay. At this point, no to eyeballs. It just sounds disgusting. You so you'd slurp out those big bug beetle things. I would do the beetles. You could just over- swallow the eyeball. You wouldn't have to like actually chew it. Pop it. Don't they have eyeball gummies during Halloween where it's like an they eyeball? Have gummies of everything. So yes, I would say. See, because like I said, it just it just sounds disgusting. Oh well, of course it's disgusting. It just sounds disgusting, and I'm not on board for that part. My I'm feet- trying to figure out if a gummy eyeball would be grosser than an actual eyeball <laughs> because gummy stuff can be pretty gross. Yeah, uh, th- th- those ones that cause uh, explosive diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think I'd rather eat a bag of actual eyeballs at that point. Uh, but well, yeah. I think I have a theory of where they're getting the eyeballs. So I think normally when they have the um, sacrifice and he takes out their heart first, yeah. maybe they just didn't do it for this one particular one. Maybe he takes the eyeballs out before they sacrifice people. I think he's got like a melon baller and he yeah, just pops he just the eyeballs popping out. them out, putting them in the jug, <laughs> like waiting. a grapefruit spoon or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's sitting there, Callie, my, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. My melon baller, please. Yes. <laughs> He's, got a, He's got a utensil tray out there. <laughs> oh, perfect. These will make a great soup layer. Anyway, Kalima. <laughs> um. Okay, monkey brain. Frozen monkey brains. Yeah. Is that Was that supposed to be like the dessert? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, also, yeah, so they, they brought it out. I guess it's like the ice cream because it's yeah, chilled. It was it's chilled. in the bowl. Um, also, where I draw the line. Oh, okay. No, no, a monkey. Um, apparently bug, fine. I mean, I would have drawn the line at the um, live baby snakes, but if you could get through the I, first three courses, then... I, I'm confused on the etiquette of eating those, aside from the one guy just having them just... Well, he was purely the example of how to eat eat each course. You didn't see him eat the eyeballs, though. I, oh, that's true. Well, they, I guess they figured that, that was self-explanatory. Just... Well, uh, the eyeballs came out. That was what... Willie ordered. Nobody else at the table, I think, got oh, that. Because she said, you guys have soup. anything like soup, something easy? And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, so they, they brought her uh, her and Shorty that big uh, that big bowl of soup. And then it had. that's when all the eyeballs floated up. So if you're really hungry, though, couldn't you just pluck out the eye, just, just knock the eyeballs just out of the Just around it? Yeah, and just... Just drink the liquid. It's just, su- soup is not an i soup is not a thing you eat around. It's just there. No, they're just everything's they're, in it. Yeah, but the eyeball, if it's just chunks of eyeball, maybe you could just dig out the chunks of eyeball and just drink the soup. I don't know. You just be, not think about the little particles that's in the soup. It would be rude to their guest. <laughs> oh, it's a contact lens. Gross. One of them's got a monocle. It's got everything. <laughs> it, like all the eye-related stuff is just floating around in there. So, so if you had a pair of glasses, would just both the eyeballs just still be floating with the glasses <laughs> still in there? Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're we're terrible people. Um, no, the monkey brains. I'm like, nah, no. Can I bring up something in that dinner that I thought was great on the other end of the table? Was um, I? This is. Unlike Ellie, like, this is not among my favorite indie movies. I think it's a lot of fun. I just don't think it captures what Raiders does and and that, that great movie thing. 
But you get all these little peeks into Indiana Jones in this, and you kind of find out that he has a reputation as a grave robber more than an archaeologist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that he's really a little more thuggish than um, than he's made out to be in Raiders, and a little more dishonorable throughout the world. You know, like the the prime minister knows who he is because he's been threatened by all these other governments because uh, he's basically stealing antiquities from all these other uh, countries. And I just think that's a really interesting look at at this character that we don't get from the first movie. I, I, I feel like this movie's a good flashback into kind of what got him to where he is and kind of a little bit more backstory on him. <laughs> is this his origin story? It, it's not a true <laughs> one as true as like the... Um, the TV show, the young Indian. The TV show, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. I still haven't seen any. Still of haven't seen it. Yeah. Bill, what about you? I yeah, I saw it when it uh, when it was on in high school. Uh, I was in high school when it was coming out. I uh, I enjoyed that show actually. It's okay. it's pretty interesting. Wow, to be alive when black and white TV was the high end. Ouch, man. I'm back oh again. my god! In this court, I want to contest Wow. I'm sorry that that was a low blow. Wow. Should have not given me a legal system to contest all my nerdy uh, outlets. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like I said when we discussed it, I think I've seen like one of them. Uh, yeah. In, in, ironically, in school, we watched it for oh. some reason. I think. Huh. Oh, my my history teacher loved that show, and he was always like, "You guys need to watch it." He was like a huge history buff, and it was my history and, teacher. Like, yeah, he, he's fighting in the Mexican Revolution when he's a little bit older and he meets Lawrence of Arabia when he's a kid and like all these historical events it's all central to all that stuff so it is mentioned that it's it's Cuba that he's not allowed if he comes goes back to they'll cut off his hands um it's it's one of the countries but he yeah, uh, uh, Honduras I think is brought up and uh uh Bangladesh maybe I don't remember it, yeah just some but one there's of, countries where he has these heavy accusations uh, over over his head. Which, I mean, to be honest, as somebody who's an adventurer like him and would be going into tombs, kind of might not be smiled upon highly by a lot of countries and stuff. Sure. Because he's stealing their antiquities, but as he always says, this belongs in a museum. Or, as in most of these movies, he just gives it back to the people or it just ends up somewhere. Not in a me- Does anything he collects end up in a museum in these movies? Uh, not in the movies, no. Um, even that thing he goes after in the beginning of Raiders, he doesn't. He doesn't get to take home. So even all the little side quests, I don't think he really manages to uh, to get anything into the museum. Nope. Um, the the thing at the beginning of the movie that, that he's trading with them at during the dinner thing is something that he's just giving to them, I guess is something to where he was working for them at the time or is yeah. doing this with that for them. And it kind of backfired, I guess, cause they just were like, Oh, we're not going to pay him. We'll just kill him. Whatever. Um, the, the stone, I mean, obviously he was going to give that back to the people. Yeah. He's really not very good at his job. Is he? No. <laughs> and this is not showing him being a professor. He, I, he mentions he's a professor, but you don't see him being a professor in this one at all. Yeah, he does say he has to get back to his university, but he doesn't seem like he's in a real big hurry to either. He's kind of like, ah, eh, we'll swing by the palace. You know, I, I got to get there at some point. I got to grade some papers or something. I, I just imagine that's what he's doing when we're not seeing him, is grading papers and just being beyond frustrated 
having to read book reports on stuff. I don't want to jump ahead too much, but in Last Crusade, we do see him. He has an office and he sneaks out of it. He hates being a teacher, I think. I think it's just like, (laughs) it's the thing that pays his bills so he can go all over the world. But he really hates being there, I think. it's Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's something to where they pay for him to go do this stuff or sponsor him to go do it. So he has to teach any other time. But yeah, I don't remember who the comedian is, but somebody has a bit about how if you're a college kid in the 30s, you are the guy who tells your buddies, no, man, trust me, take Dr. Jones's class. He's never there. Like, it's, like I was it's, saying. It's, it's the greatest blow-off class of all time uh, because he's just never there. Also, you just bring it in a ton of snakes and just be like, oh, I got to test it and just throw them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just always have a snake ready. Uh, surprise popcorn. No. Nope, not today. <laughs> ah, Why did it have to be snakes? And dives out the window. Um, so, uh, do we want to talk about the elephant in the room in this movie? You're talking about the literal elephants? Yeah. (laughs) No, I was talking about the, the, um, we, we somehow, aside from one quick mention of avoiding talk, talking about what some people point to as the, the worst thing to hit the indie franchise before certain other things. Willie. Oh, well, oh, oh I mean, I already, I already said my point at the beginning of the movie. Beginning I mean, of the episode. <laughs> the of the show. I, I think she verbally said it too at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like the second she got on screen, she's like, uh, "No, I know." <laughs> she opens the movie. She's the first uh, person we see, and she is an anchor on this movie. She is the weight that drags it down. I think. I think she, she just is not a likable character at all. It's not that she's a damsel in distress. It's just that she just screams and is annoying the entire the entire movie. I just, I can't stand her. Also, do you get the feeling that Indy doesn't even like putting up with her most of the time either? Yes. Because he's very blunt with her, too, a lot of the time. Which, okay, I'm trying to remember the backstory on this, and I should have looked it up. Wasn't that Steven Spielberg's girlfriend at the time or something? Uh, or wife, one of his wives? I think it was, uh, he was married to her i don't know if he still is but at one time he was i think it was his first wife i'm just surprised if that was the case that they got all those barbs at her into the movie well she got to I be mean, in the movie yeah yeah but i'm just saying that that indies a lot of indies lines are very like not condescending like rudely to her but very blunt stuff towards her well, yeah, but that's the character. It's not like he was insulting her personally. I know. It's just. It's just. I. I'm. I'm glad they kind of had it. At least made it more tolerable. in the fact of you know, Indy isn't even short. Short round doesn't like her that much either. But that's a, that's that's the thing is that's how she's written. You get a sense that nobody making this movie even liked this character. <laughs> like they don't. They, there is nothing redeeming about this character. I think she is there to just kind of. Uh, she's someone to rescue. She's someone to let them out of the spike room. Um, she's sort of a an ex machina for the movie, but like I, yeah, I just feel like nobody liked the character at all. If you did like the character, please let us know. We'll be standing by, waiting for your tweets and our Facebook message. I'll or- be happy to tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> We drag you into sing this court with the response of "Did you watch the movie?" 
<laughs> with your eyes and ears. Did you well, have apparently it muted? there were certain parts of Indy that didn't mind her a couple times. Hey, uh, any port in the storm, Ellie, you know? Uh. <laughs> so I, I just feel like like um, like me going in, if I went in and I was like, hey, I'm going to direct this movie, by the way, I want Ellie to be in it. And someone's like, well, we got this evil witch character that's like no one's going to like. Perfect. <laughs> Do you think that was a response to Spielberg saying, I'm going to put my wife in this movie? And the writers were like, all right, yeah. Yeah, we'll take care of this. And they just wrote the worst, <laughs> you know, sort of a sort of like just to stick it to him a little bit. Like, I, tell us it's going to be in this movie. I, I, ju- I just love like like a thing comes up that's day 45 of filming and there's a few writers standing there as he's, you know, telling people like Spielberg's telling her to be. And it's like, he, he still hasn't got that. We've made this character terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he right. Be, and it's like, right. to be a little bit more whiny in this scene. Maybe he'll pick up on it now. At, and then those same writers at the premiere. I can't believe he, he can't, kept everything. Yeah. <laughs> he so didn't she, cut anything. He's smiling on the red carpet. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like I said, she she is highly annoying. But to me, she's kind of a, a very, if you want to, ignorable pers- person no, in the movie. See, that's what I was going to say, actually. She, is- she doesn't, I mean, she has like those moments where she's needed, but the rest of the time she's just yeah. kind of there as just some voice. I just focus on Indy. Oh my God, is she the original Jar Jar Binks? Oh. Can we get a, an internet edit without her in this movie? Oh. Ooh. Well, except for that one scene. I mean, she, like I said, she is necessary. You could probably replace her in the saving somebody as just somebody, just just somebody he's trying to save. Just one of the bugs fell on the switch and pulled it? That scene, yes. <laughs> I actually want to see a scene of Indy uh, arguing with himself about going to an empty room in the middle of the night. Should I go there? <laughs> to, you know, looking at himself and grooming in the mirror and watching the clock. All right, so uh, so so we'll, we'll, we'll start this now. Would you... Okay, this is a question I'm going to ask every time, and I got the gavel ready. Ellie, um... Choose your next words wisely, I feel. Would you want a re... Like like a special edition version of this where they touched up scenes or redid oh, I stuff. Took her out. I'm not saying the take her out one. That's a separate she, thing. Cause... She's a giant walkie-talkie now. <laughs> yes. Can we do that? Just for a don't replace the movie, but just like if you get the like collector's ultimate edition, you can get a version of the movie. With... <laughs> <Just a word. laughs> can I get that? Where where it's somebody not 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 just the digitally replaced walkie-talkie, but somebody in like those like um. Uh, the, the, pe- the people are the cell phone costumes who stand out and hand out oh. fly- like to where it's that cheesy of like an edit to where it's that person walking around instead. Now, how about if how about if we replace her with Spielberg's current wife? Like as he gets remarried, they just yeah, put to digitally her go back into in. the movie oh, okay. as Willie. That would be entertaining too. I also just love the George Lucas kind of this story. It's like I I just feel like like we could have added a added a more ambitious character in there. So uh, with my uh, Jar Jar cut. We have replaced Willie with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh, yes. Misa, hate you, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and instead of him trying to decide if he wants to go back into the room, it's him trying to decide whether he should go back in to kill him. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know which cut would be the worst. Least, least likely for me to see. Yeah, like... Okay, but but a digital touch-up of this, a la 
not the special editions of Star Wars touch-up wise, but just something to clean it up and make stuff look maybe a little bit more less green screened or less like that. Is that something anyone in here be a fan of, or is the original still? This is the way movies were done. Then this is the way it should be presented. Well, I'll just go ahead and go first and be um, the person hated in this room. I am never against it if it's an option, like the not not replace the movie, but if so, if have a. Here's the special edition cut. Yeah, you know Here's how, the original Star Wars right. that still is not released on Blu-ray. But I'm just saying, you know how... You like, can't have that. You know how when you buy a movie and it's like the uncut edition, yeah. you have the option of watching the original cut. So like the or Star you, Wars DVDs I have to where yeah. it has the original cut and the special edition. I'm just saying, I don't... Disc I would never have a problem with that. Then you can choose depending yeah. on who you are and what you like. I mean, it's... The, I mean, I mentioned to you, and it's it's obvious because it's an older movie, and I don't I I just told you I love this movie, so mm. it's nothing against the movie. It's just yeah, there are a few scenes that you're just like holy crap when you're watching it, and if there's a way to make it just a little bit better, it's not going to be a bother to me. But I know some people are very, you know, to their ways, and they only want the original, and that's it. So I'm not speaking saying speaking of that person, Phil. You're <laughs> I was going to say, and by some people, I think we all know who. Ellie's <laughs> <laughs> no, look, um, look uh, uh, albums get remastered and released all the time. Star Wars was remastered and color corrected way before the special editions came out. And yes. nobody complained about any of that. Um, I, I'm not opposed to that either. I like the original. I like the, the rear projection uh, uh, mine car chase. I like, <laughs> I like it in this context because... This is supposed to harken to like old movie serials, and this is what they look like. You know, like yeah. special effects that were not seamless and stop motion, and and sometimes just wonky stuff. So for me, it all fits. Uh, I'm never opposed to things like that happening either, until they take original versions away. My biggest problem with Star Wars special editions is that I can't get theatrical versions anymore. Um, you're right. You can right. get them on DVD, but they are extraordinarily hard to find. I have them on VHS. I don't even have a VCR, but you uh, have but them. I have them because it's it's the last you know clinging. We to have them on DVD, don't we? Old yeah. versions. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. I, I have the. But, but as far as like, I can't yeah. go out today and buy them. Right. No, those, those are like. And a... I think I think when they take them away completely is when that's the only thing that upsets me. I own the ET. Uh, 20th anniversary edition that has the original version and it has the the walkie-talkie version. <laughs> and I think we watched the touched-up one once just to see, you know, hey, what? let's look at the changes. And we put it away and we've never watched it since, you know? Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm never, I'm never opposed to them going in and cleaning stuff up. Uh, Star Trek, they did the original series Star Trek. And touched up some of that stuff. It's not over the top. It looks really good now. Um, and it still looks period appropriate to when it was made. They just sort of cleaned it up and, and digitally enhanced some things. And I think it looks great. So, yeah, I, I could see where going in and looking at these movies and just sort of remastering them and, and cleaning them up a little bit and doing a little touch up as long as they're not putting, like, do-backs in every scene. And you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Really unnecessary CGI crap everywhere mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's over the top. I think, you know, going back and, and cleaning things up is, is never, I think, a terrible idea. 
I I agree with Phil. I feel like a cleaned up one would be nice, just to like like that color correction. I mean, this doesn't have that per se, as bad as like Star Wars did, but something to where like you can clean right. up some of the some of the stuff here and there. You know, just make it look a little bit more presentable on more updated formats. Right. Because I mean, we we watch this just streaming through Netflix. I mean, we we have the Blu-ray, but right. it yeah, was on it. Netflix, same quality, so. It was one of those things you just watched on there, and it, and it and it shows its age every now and then. With with obviously, this is not a movie that was meant to be digitally put to this to this extreme. But at the same time, how much can you really change what's there, too? But yeah. I, like I said, I I do agree. I don't want do backs everywhere. Digitally replacing some of the effects might be cool, but at the same time, it's like where do you draw the line, and where do you take where do you start to take away from the original, too? At that point. Well, I mean. I'm I'm just going to point, and I'm not trying to start something, but you know how I am. Um, and this is Putting Dwayne Johnson as the Scorpion King in this movie <laughs> is not going to happen, Ellie. <laughs> and this is, hold on, this... hold on, let me just get it ready. <sighs> so this the, is the gavel's directed, ready. I was like to say, this is directed towards Zangar. Um, I feel personally attacked. I, I meant for that to happen. Good. So... Right, so that's why I said I'm I'm with both of you on that is the fact that I want them always to keep the original because there were fans of the original and it's not fair to those fans to take that away. So that's why I love that you guys are in agreement with that, that it's okay to kind of touch it up, make it a little bit prettier, not necessarily add stuff into it, but just it's okay to do that as long as we're keeping so the original. So the Star Wars original cut versus the Star Wars VHS cut, correct? Uh, I'll explain. Okay, I'm not okay. You're, I didn't ask you to talk because I'm telling you something <laughs> right now. So, but what I'm saying is, it's funny to hear you say what you just said because you have said multiple times in other occasions to where let's relate it to books that you don't think it's a big deal if the author wants to go back. And use their little bit of um, creativity and maybe rechange or do something. So in that sense, you're saying that that's not right to do that. As long as they don't add stuff to it, you're okay with just putting a little bit of polish on it, but don't add stuff to it. So I just think it's funny that you're saying that now because you have in the past defended creators of entities and saying that you you think it's okay if they do that. It's their works. They have the right to do it if they want to. Oh, you can crack right. your neck all you want, but so, it's, it's true. So let me explain something. I'm mm-hmm. going to go over this real quick, and this is something that probably everyone knows about, uh, but I'm going to make sure to point out the logical progression <laughs> of this. So the Star Wars original cuts. We're not talking about Star no, Wars. No, 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 no. Just, just hear me out. Just, okay. this, is, this is my turn to talk. Yeah, but that's not what I was talking about with Star Wars. I'm just explaining something. Why don't you actually use your brain for a little bit and talk about a different property other than Star Wars? Star Wars is the perfect franchise to talk about this because they did this and they did it wrong. But but that's not what I'm... After doing it right. But that's not what I'm saying. You can't pick and choose what entity is allowed to change it and which one is not. I never said he was allowed to. You have said, J.K. Rowling, and there's another one that you've mentioned before, that you said it's perfectly fine because it's their product, and if they want to change it a little bit... So once again, going into my headcanon of the indie or the Star Wars, my true version is still up in my head. But that's you, though. I'm just saying you can't say it's okay for one person to be able to do it and not another person. So that's why I think that the best 
situation for something like this is as long as the best stance is as long as they keep the original still alive for people to be able mm. to purchase. And if they want to do edits and they want to do stuff, it's an optional thing that you can choose never to watch. Yeah. But as long as they let us still have that original that we grew up with and loved, then it's, I'm just saying it's funny because you, you kind of go back and forth. Well, dang, 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 dang. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, well I was well, I will say that books are a little different, too, because once an author makes changes, that's the print that gets published. And, and Well, he's and talked so, about it for movies, too, though. This like, origi- just, original editions yeah. can still, like, float around, and you can still find them and track them down, but they're not generally being uh, uh, still pressed and, and put out into circulation. You have to... So, in that sense, they do become like Star Wars, and that the original versions just sort of get lost to uh, used bookstores. So, um, so what Ellie's talking about, just to just to make sure, if people are not longtime listeners, is she's talking about my constant war against J.K. Rowling about her going back and being like, "Oh, I'm going to retroactively claim this." She's very much retconning of her creation to be like, "Oh, well, I wanted to write it this way, but I didn't." Right. But I had it in my notes. But it wasn't in the book, but I'm going to go back and say that that's that way now. And I wouldn't put it past her to do a re-release. Re- to do a re-release yeah, of the I book. I could see her doing that one where day. It's, where it's more... Which that would be more of a cash cow for her just to Because what, what would you... Okay, books are different to change because it's like that would be very hard to change because you might add like one or two sentences. Or it's like, do you have to read the original and this is like the, right, the but, different but, version? That's why she should write a book from the point of view of just some other students who have nothing to do with it. It would be awesome because it would be like, oh, crap. Harry, Hermione, and Ron aren't in class today. Some shit's about to go down. <laughs> but but you keep focusing on book versus movie, and that's not the point. That You need to broaden it out a little bit more. It's still a creator making something whether it's harder to do or not harder to do it's still a creator's you know you're you're basically saying though that sometimes it's okay for them to do it and sometimes it's not i'm just making sure you understand oh no i, I understand that you take different stances depending I, I on pick who and it choose. is and that's not fair though i mean it's, it is it keeps our audience guessing <laughs> and my own mind guessing oh so okay. there you go Allow me to... Who is Zenger? And Thank what you. does he stand for? That's what I say every day. There are multiple um, editions of Zenger. It keeps me up Zinger. at night. <laughs> just, just, what does he think of this, this, Which this cut? Zenger is coming to this episode? <laughs> is he going to yell about how episode two is the worst Star Wars movie? Or is he going to say how we need the originals again? Which one is it? Or both! Who knows? But allow me to, to continue. Blobbity. Allow me to continue on my, my rant from earlier. Mm-hmm. There's the original cuts of Star Wars, the very original ones, the ones that are, like, next to impossible to find, the ones that even have some, like, you can see a string or something in the background yeah. every now and then. Right. There are those. There's the original ones. There are the, I want to say, early 90s VHS ones that I believe Phil has and I have That's some, the ones I have, yeah. I have somewhere. To where they yeah. digitally went back and touched everything up. This is not the special editions, because I'll get to those in a second. They digitally went back and cleaned everything up and made it look like, hey, we noticed there was these mistakes, so we cleaned up some of the film and made it look better. Those I like. That, that, it's just color what, corrected. Like, yes. if you see a side-by-side, you see what they did, and it looks a hundred times better. The sound is, is the THX sound. Yes. Uh, so, and it's it's bigger and fuller. It's it's stuff they can do over the course of time. So, so you have that, which, in my opinion, is like... Probably that, I would say, is definitive Star Wars. Like, that moment there. 
Then you have the special editions, which was George Lucas is going, I, I want to go back and uh, te- technology wasn't available at the time, but I want to add stuff that I originally wanted to have in this. Okay. And then he went and kind of, as time went on, those special editions became, well, we're going to add, we're going to change, we're going to add, we're going to change, we're going to add, More we're going to change. Fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, until you get Boba Fett not even being voiced by the original person, and you have to sit there and have Zinger go, "Wait a second, this sounds different." Oh, now I'm blindingly rage angry about something. But you have the option to watch it or you not do, to watch it. But no, you actually kind of don't because they refuse to release those original versions on Blu-ray or on anything anymore. It's right, like but, impossible to find. Okay, that's. But I'm saying though, it's you don't have to watch it then, and. That's just what those people at that time have as an option. They don't know the difference because they've never seen it. And they can go find their nerd friend that has the originals and have a good old nerd party and watch it together. And sing Kumbaya. Yes, also, exactly. Also, and having... And make Star Wars cookies and be happy. Having Jabba the Hutt... cookies. I know. Having I Jabba cookies. the Hutt in A New Hope ruins the, the build-up of awful. him as a character. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I'm like not, that version either. I'm, I'm just not, saying. It's, like I said, I don't mind certain additions, but having him there ruins him as a build-up, as a character. It completely destroys his build-up. On top of it, it, it just, it, it feels, it's this weird, like, derailment out of place thing. Having, actually being able to see the Wampa, eh, whatever, cool, fine. Um, the Sarlacc pit, and take it or leave it. So that's, that's, that's the thing. It's certain things he did, certain things Crazy Lucas did, Good idea. Other stuff. Not I understand, so good. but it's still. Whenever his, we finally it's discuss his property, though, so he unfortunately can do whatever he, he wants to. With I, it. I, not I, anymore. I will it's not. Agree with you on that. On that, Elliot. He. Uh, <laughs> there's a great documentary called "The People versus George Lucas," um, <laughs> and and that's what it's all about. Is is who does this stuff belong to? Is is this belong to the fans now, or does this belong still to 20th Century Fox and Lucasfilm and? Whoever owns all that, I guess it's all Disney now. But yeah. uh, and I, the fact of the matter is that it is Lucas's toys. It's Disney's now, but at the time it was Lucas's toys, and he can play with them however he wants to. But the other problem is since they are holding back those original versions and basically being like, "Hey, your VHS will wear out. I mean, your your VCR is going to wear out. Your VHS will wear out. You will. It will be harder and harder." You can to- convert the VHS to DVD, though. But that's and, but, but that I mean that's kind of the the point though is that yeah it does suck for the fans but it doesn't take away the fact that it is the rights of whoever holds yeah. the copyright to that stuff to do what they want with it yeah. and that's and, why the Star Wars franchise it has so much of this this bent up thing about special editions and stuff like that is because they they're holding back the original versions though right. Well, like I said, I, I didn't say it's it's the right thing. Oh, to no, do, I'm, I'm just saying that that's, that, that's just... why I use that as a good medium to explain that because it is that perfect thing of this is what happened. This is the situation that we have now with Star Wars is unless you're just a lucky few or you have certain things or you pay an astronomical amount of money, there's no way to get definitive Star Wars. I mean, and maybe one day it will. I, I mean, I, you never know. I'm waiting for what point. Disney likes to make what money, point so. <laughs> is, is it is the final tipping point of, all right, we're finally going to do this. Because they will make money hand over fist if they're oh, like, yeah. here's the Blu-ray, touched up, everything's great about them versions. No added anything. Yeah. You can show your kids the, the version that yeah, you grew up saying. on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might happen one day. I think it'll be the point, the same point where they decide to take Willie out of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. 
Uh-oh. We, we started this fight. We need to get poster boards. I was board. just trying to remember, where did we, where did we start this at? <laughs> well, after the 20-minute long diatribe of me having to explain Star... I, I'm pretty I sure like that, that, that that argument, if you cut from other episodes, has already been done. This was just the complete version of it, finally. Of me doing that 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 discussion that I try to get Did out. You say this was the special edition. Oh, oh no, God no! I broke to myself. <laughs> you broke the equipment again. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> he swung that gavel out of control. <laughs> what have I done? No. Yeah. Um. So. To to reference now, I I, I want to keep a running count of this through each episode. So. In the first movie, we had the power of God was released. In this one, we had a guy pull out someone's heart, beating heart. Guy was still alive, and basically, like, is was it a? It's that's that's another God, right? That he was. That's Kali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is another uh, thing. And what does Indiana Jones do through all this? Just kind of just shrugs it, whatever. Yeah, there. I mean, there is clearly like magic in the Indiana Jones universe, and it just makes you. In Raiders, he's kind of blasé when he's going after the Ark. He's like, "Oh, I don't believe in any of that stuff." But he had but, this happen, uh, right? Like this kind of this is the problem with prequels. Is it shoots all these little details to hell? Uh, you know, this is like if he had run into this like a year earlier. I, and then they're like, yeah, you're going after the Ark of the Covenant. He'd be like, yeah, I don't know, man. I saw some pretty weird crap in India last year. <laughs> and uh, and I'm not sure I want to go in for that again. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the Holy Grail. And then, you know, whatever happens in that other movie. Uh, there's clearly some otherworldly stuff that happens in this universe. And I, it just makes me wonder, as passe as he is, like, does he just accept this, or is he so zen that he just rolls with whatever th- comes at him? I, I I think he's just kind of just takes it as he... Because, I mean, he... I'm trying to think if there's any point to work. Because, I mean, he saw the heart getting torn out. He saw it catch on fire. He kind of got possessed himself. But do you remember any of that? Yeah, I don't know. Because he co- he comes out of the trance and he seems to know that he's been in a trance. He tells <laughs> he and Shorty make their little uh, their little plan where he winks at him and he's like, "No, no, it's me again." Um, so he kind of knows he's been gone. It's uh, I don't know how much he remembers, but yeah, I mean, he clearly sees some otherworldly stuff going on. Hmm. And maybe that's just part of dealing with ancient cultures is maybe you just see, run into this stuff quite a bit. And, and I, it's just kind of uh, another day at the that. office. I'm going with that. It's because, I mean, in in between this versus the power of God being released, and, I mean, it's not not trying to start a philosophical argument or anything here, but they're, it, you're, you're comparing apples to oranges, you're releasing something that is, I mean, but the the Kali, th- I mean, Kali thing was very much a very isolated in that room, one person doing it sort of thing. Whereas the arc being open was like a affected the world around it. 
sort of as thing. did uh, taking as the Grail. Yes. You know, he dr mm -hmm. drank from the wrong cup and taking yep. it over the seal. Yes. Uh, but they also have like a when they get to the Indian village, and the uh, the shaman there is like, "Oh, Shiva sent you," and he's like, "No, no, we just crashed." Like there, he's sort of blowing off the Indian gods, and he's kind of like, "No, no, no, this just happened." And then, um, and then he, you know, sees the power of an Indian god, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I guess it's real." <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's more than one god in the indie universe, and it's, uh, and it's just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of just, just his bag of tricks. He knows how to activate those stones so they catch fire. Uh, knows all the magic words. It's just, yeah, he's kind of on and off that train as as he sees fit. Just the, the ongoing thing of just don't anger any of them seems to be a very yeah. fitting thing in any of these. Um, I don't know if... I, I wanted to mention a few parody things real quick that I, I know of that are based on this. I don't know if you guys had any other points you wanted to make about the the temple itself. Uh, I got, I got a, a couple. All right. Uh, just a couple little points throughout the movie. Uh, first of all... It, uh, I don't. I'm not going to go through the whole movie, but at the very beginning, the club they are in is called Club Obi Wan. Thank you. Okay, I was about to say um, I knew that there was a few Star Wars I don't references, and I was like, I know Phil's going to probably nail all these, so I'm going to not even try. I don't know that I probably didn't nail all of them, uh, but uh, just a couple things that I noticed. Also, something I never have noticed before: Indiana Jones punches a woman square in the face <laughs> in the beginning of this. <laughs> And nobody, <laughs> nobody bats an eye. And it just—I rolled it back because I—I'm like, no. I, I gotta rewatch it now because I don't remember that. But I'm like, I can—I can definitely see it happening. After he gets punched, and I think he's a little dazed, he turns around to hit someone else, and he hits the cigarette girl square in the face, and her <laughs> cigarettes go flying everywhere. It is surreal. It's so weird. Um. And uh, the other thing I wanted to hit on is I do want to talk a little bit about what a psychopath short round is uh, because he straight up murdered that guy who chased him up the ladder. Um, he, he, he pushes the ladder over, and there's no way that guy survived that. Uh, and he uh, probably crippled that rickshaw guy at the beginning when he's driving through the streets like a maniac. And nobody says anything about it. This is just Shorty being Shorty. And uh, oh, short round, oh, desperate that, times, desperate measures. Short round. Yeah. <laughs> oh, short round. You crippled another rickshaw guy. When will when will someone stop you? No, seriously. <laughs> when, will when will the law stop you? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's just a little bit troubling. To, but um, again, I think I think it's that thing of wanting to include kids. Yeah in this uh, adventure and have them be an active part of it. It's just through the lens of today, it's a little weird to see a little kid like fighting and crippling adults. I mean, well, it shows them that, you know, they can grow up to do that too. You yeah. could cripple an adult too. <laughs> That's right. Why if you dream, up? <laughs> if you dream hard enough, <laughs> I, I, I do want to one day, and I'm sure I can find it online. Cause I'm sure somebody else has done this. A kill count. For Indy. Because hmm. just how many people has he inadvertently killed? But unfortunately, you, you don't know for sure if some of them are killed or just knocked out. I, he has the loudest and 
most brutal yes. punch ever. You can okay. always oh hear when God. he hits yes. somebody. It, it, the, the, the Nazi punch sound just. <laughs> um, that's, that's side of beef thing. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. I, I do want to point out this one. So the one where he goes to free the kids, he punch. You just hear the punch sound, and this guy flies back, hits the ground, and yes. slides like five <laughs> feet. It's yes. like he has the the right hand of doom. Yeah, uh, just, just that, nailing people. Because it was one of those things. I was like, I was watching it, and I saw that, and I'm like, dang, he punched that. I want to punch somebody that hard one day to where not only do they go <laughs> flying back, but when they hit the ground, they slide for about five feet, and a rock yeah. has to stop them. He easily he kept going. That guy's chest in. Yeah, <laughs> he would have just kept going. Just would have slid through the entire underground facility if he had just kept going but yeah i would i would love to get a kill count number on how many people indy supposedly punches and or kills because it's it's probably pretty and and also he's got a thing about crushing people or horribly dismembering them and too. that's the next the last point i want to bring up is that guy in the roller do you know who that oh. guy is i feel like it's someone i should know you should know him because he's the same guy who gets his face chopped up by the propeller in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <gasps> it's the same the same actor uh, plays plays him. I think he's some kind of stuntman. He's been in like Conan, uh, The Destroyer, and all all that Red Sonia, all those movies okay. uh, from this time period. So, and yeah, same same actor. They brought him back to get the token horrific death of of this movie as well. So now the question is because I've not seen um, the last—I mean the Raiders of the Law, not right. Raiders, uh, last Crusade. There we go. I've not seen that in a while. And I'm like trying to remember: is there a horrible death in that one too? That would I, probably be this guy, and Phil might actually have the answer. I probably should have uh, researched that beforehand, but um, I just remember that that is the same dude, and I looked it up last night, and I didn't look forward um, all right well we can definitely recap I'm, that next month for that one but, but uh, yeah. yeah keep your eye out for him next month but I so if someone dies a, horribly and there's blood splatter involved <laughs> i think we found our guy that's your guy um but i thought it was weird because is indy trying to save to save him as that's he's getting looks pulled? Like okay, to me. okay so i can't tell it it's yeah because it, it, it's a pulley system yeah. Yeah. He, the guy grabs it. So if Indy didn't grab it, he would have just still had the same thing happen to him, but a little bit faster. I feel I, like uh, when he jumps on it to try to, I feel like he's trying to at first, and then he's like, "Oh, screw it! This isn't. I can't do it." I, I'm going with that because it, yeah. it gets him up to that next level thing. Yeah. I don't know. That. I'm just, I'm just glad that uh, they broke that horrible voodoo curse on him. That was somehow in India, where voodoo is not from. But uh, that uh, he was able to break that voodoo doll curse and and get him off of the conveyor belt. All right. On that note, and I said something to Ellie when we were watching this. Did I miss something, or does it actually explain how that voodoo doll got there? Like, cause I no. know it, okay, it, it just randomly up. appears. Yeah. Okay. He just dressed, has li- it. dressed like Indy. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like thinking, I'm like, doesn't don't they have to have like hair from him or something or? Something like that. Well, yeah, or so- but like I said, I mean, he's staying there. They could have. But it's it's supposed to look like him, of course, with the hat. Yes. 
Does, does, does it have a little have whip gotten, on the side too? I don't know. I think it does. I think it does have a little <laughs> whip. I think I think it's a I think it's a, a prototype Indiana Jones action figure. They should have sold Man, the, Oh man, the first one made by children in India. Oh my god, it all comes together. <laughs> they were ready for this to go to Disney way before it, <laughs> Disney was even eyeing it. <laughs> Dang. But no, I mean, I I, I just I, I'm like, is there something I missed? Because I know that as we pointed out with um with um lost ark that there was the scene of him like there was a cut scene of him knowing not to look at the at, at the ark and that's why he says it so i was wondering if there was a cut scene here just something that i missed where oh, there like, may be i watched it on netflix so i didn't have any um once again not sponsored deleted <laughs> i didn't have any deleted scenes um actually i watched uh not because you're sponsored by them or not sponsored by them, but I watch it because uh, this is one of the Indiana Jones movies that I do not own. I own the odd-numbered indie movies. And, Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I think those are the high points. Again, this movie, tons of fun, uh, but I just don't hold it in the same sphere as number one and three. Um, we do have the Blu-ray, where is it? Yeah, we there have, it is. Yeah, we have the Blu-ray. Yeah, so I could definitely check on there at some point to see if it has it. It's just, it was on Netflix, and I'm sorry, streaming's kind of easier sometimes just to... Oh, for sure. ...sit there and, and, and do that for the low price of, um, whatever it costs a month for Netflix. Uh, use code Zingness at, uh, Nowhere because they are not sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should put that out there. Use code Zingness to get that, and then just, like... And then just... <laughs> angry letters to netflix like my discount code didn't work <laughs> and, and that's how we get sponsored because then netflix say, contacts well, us going we should be sponsored. hey we keep getting people saying that there's a discount code for you and it's like yeah why don't you make one happen <laughs> someone in their office thinks that you're a sponsor but they didn't finalize things and they're like well we got to make this right <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i mean you you know no one's heard of netflix so they they, they, they definitely need right. the support of a of a what i, th- I think d-list podcast <laughs> if that <laughs> if i'm on it you're not doing good <laughs> <laughs> Woo! no um I, I like I said thank thank you for bringing up that stuff. I knew there were some points I was gonna miss, so thank you for I'm those. sure I missed a lot more. But, oh no, I mean uh, this some uh, fun fun trivia things. It's I think. it's a good movie, and it's better than a lot of other movies. But sadly, it is one of the lower l- l- lower is okay to say, right, Ellie? For most people, lower points in the Indiana Jones saga. For you, it's one of the higher points, which now we must ask ourselves, there's two movies left. Which one is it? Which one is it? <gasps> oh, I guess you I feel, have to wait I feel to like, find out. I feel like this is going to be an entire episode of just the rotating door people yelling at you soon <laughs> of Zingness Court. <laughs> oh, and if I cared. <laughs> That's the worst part. Um, so parodies. This, this movie's obviously been parodied so many times that it's not even funny. Right. Um, like most of the Indiana Jones ones. But I wanted to call out a particular show and a particular episode of that show that did like a complete homage to this. And it is one of my favorite sh- cartoon shows that did not get its time in place in the sun. I am talking about... Oh, yeah. No, I'm joking. Uh, because that clearly got its place in the sun. I'm just, um, Clerks, yeah. the animated series, the Kevin oh my Smith, gosh. the Kevin Smith TV show that like 
barely got like had two episodes to air on ABC and then was canceled. But they did have a full six episodes done. So um, if you are a longtime listener of Zingness, there was the discussion with me and Toby. If I remember correctly, this was one of Toby's least favorite episodes of the series. But it is the fifth episode, and it is the. Do you want me to read the title of the episode? Sure. All right, this is the title that it gives. I don't think it's the true title, but I'm going to read it. Dante and Randall and Jay and Silent Bob and a bunch of new characters and Lando take part in a whole bunch of movie parodies, including, but not exclusive to, The Bad News Bears, The Last Starfighter, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, plus a high school reunion, end quote. That was the name of the title of the episode? That is the title of the episode, according to this. Wow. Okay. So... I wonder why it didn't um, go <laughs> past two episodes. <laughs> wow, Kevin, Kevin Smith made something long-winded? Really? <laughs> Never heard of it. Never would he have done that. Um, I'm just going to kind of just give a brief synopsis because this is just... I, I'm sorry. This... And anyone that doesn't care, you can go ahead and skip about two minutes past this pe- section. <laughs> so in the episode, the, the two clerks, of course, have it, it, they, they have a dovetailing story to where the stories go apart but then come back at the end. Uh, Did Dante- you say dubstep? Dub- dovetail. Oh, oh, okay. So they go apart. Dante wants to become um, recognized for being a Wait, good- who's Dante? He's one of the two clerks. In the- Are you going to do this the entire time? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was making it more interesting. Uh, so... Dante was was like the manager for the baseball team when he was in high school, but no one remembers him. So then he's given the opportunity to coach a little league team, and it's basically a ton of all the losers around town. Aww. And Jay and Silent Bob, because they find out that Jay never graduated from the sixth grade, so he's technically allowed to play with a ton of kids. That uh-huh. is the A story. The B story is Randall starts playing this um this this game, this arcade game called Pharaoh. And it's a game where you have to build, like, pyramids and stuff and, you know, move giant rocks. Well, he gets the highest score. It sends a signal, and he's picked up a la Last Starfighter. And he even they even mention, oh, this is just like Last Starfighter when they take him to this place. And they're like, yeah, but in Last Starfighter, you fly a Starfighter around. In Pharaoh, you move big rocks and um, stack them. So he's forced to be a slave in a perf- in like a shot-for-shot redo of the Temple of Doom stuff. And the stories come together because the, the Little League Series team that they have to play for like the state championship has been captured by the thuggy, who is the people that Randall's working for, and they go and free the kids. And it's got a ton of little references and stuff. And um, there's a part where, where, they, where they tear a guy's heart out, and Jay yells, Yeah, tear his heart out! And they... Yeah, it's it's got a whole ton of references, and that basically at the end of the episode, the um the kids who have been malnourished and working themselves to death are forced to play baseball against Dante's team. That sounds like a Kevin Smith cartoon, all right. It it there, there there's a lot of jokes. There there's one that's great. There one of my favorite jokes in it is Randall escapes for like a few se- like gets away for a little bit, writes this long letter to Dante. Like in like he uses his own blood, writes this long letter to Dante, throws the bottle out the window, it goes into the ocean, a shark gets it. It, it goes through like this whole thing of like all these weird events, and then it gets to Dante, and and they're like, "Hey, Mister Dante, there's a letter in this bottle," and he's like, "Well, then throw it out." <laughs> so it's one of those things where there's like 
just like slow this, burn that yeah. doesn't pay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> this, this this episode's full of them. There's also a part where where Randall's sitting there in this um in this guard's like, you want to take break? For break, go pull rocks. I mean, pull, go pull cart with teeth. And he's like, no, no, no break, sir. And he goes, hey, that guy over there isn't working that hard. So it's it's got a ton of little jokes. And Ellie is at this point either falling asleep or questioning life choices that led her to this point. I'm sorry that you shared. <laughs> so wow. so that that is one of my favorite homages to this. Oh, to this. That's really sad. Along with parodies on all those other shows. Mean movies. So, I guess we're done. You just ripped uh, out all like whatever out of me after that one. I have I have just one more thing to add in here uh, for people who don't realize this is part of the illustrious class of '84. That uh, you know, sort of a fabled best year in movies. Ooh, which um, would include, but not limited to, and. This includes and is not limited to The Terminator, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Beverly Hills Cop, Amadeus, uh, This is Spinal Tap, Red Dawn, Police Academy, Star Trek III, Splash, Footloose, Romancing the Stone, Sixteen Candles, Revenge of the Nerds, Natural, The NeverEnding Story, Doom, Conan the Destroyer, Children of the Corn, Top Secret, Firestarter, The Last Starfighter. Uh, Blood Simple, the first Coen Brothers movie. Uh, Bachelor Party, Buckaroo Banzai, Starman, uh, Tightrope. God, it goes on and on. Wow. 1984 was uh, Purple Rain is on there. Oh it, uh, it is a monster year for movies. And for as many garbage movies as the 80s turned out, they sort of concentrated all their quality <laughs> blockbusters into 1984, I feel like. Uh, and this is a big part of that. That's why there was a great year to go to the movies. I feel like we should do a year of '84. Uh, there, there's a lot. To, uh, you, I think it would be like an ongoing series uh, <laughs> if we were to do that. There's so much. I was gonna say tons uh, of those movies. I was like, oh yes, I remember that. So one. many great movies in yeah. that year that are, are so much fun to talk about because uh, there's a there's just a lot to cover. A lot of that stuff holds up. I. Had not oh, seen yeah. Gremlins in a long time. Oh my, yeah, I it on either. TV. I love like, Firestarter. Pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Firestarter. Uh, the original uh, Ghostbusters. The All these weird comedies. Uh, Oscar Bait is good that year. Beverly Hills Cop is one of the all-time great cop movies. You know, like so. Yeah, just tons of great stuff that year. Awesome. Yeah, well, that is awesome. I, I, I knew that 84 was a big year, and I completely forgot this came out, and I did not realize how many movies. I know. So that was, yeah. well, that that's was the impressive. advantage of uh, being old, Zinger, is that you were alive for these kind of things. Not that you'd know anything about that, but... Uh, no, you know. I, I had to wait two more years for the best movie of all time <laughs> to come out, and my birth. Yes, the Transformers animated <laughs> movie. And we got it on the list. That's the last check mark on the list. Good job. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We got there. All right. Um, Phil, where can people find you yelling about other stuff aside from... At, <laughs> so, sorry, yelling at them as opposed to yelling at Ellie. Uh, if, if you want me yelling at somebody besides Ellie, uh, you can <laughs> tune in to Brokebot Mountain, where David Luzader and I break down science fiction movies, uh, sometimes non-science fiction movies if we're 
you know, obsessed with a show like Glow or something like that, we're going to talk about it. Um, uh, also, you can go to philrude.com and see what I'm working on, or you can download the Line Webtoon app and search for The Adventures of Professor Whiskers. It is my new comic about a cat who fights dinosaurs. Ellie, do you have a comment on that? I was like, that sounds so cute! <laughs> it's adorable. Oh my um, god! I'm sorry. Ellie was sitting there, and I just see her go, oh, I know. That's awesome. I will send you a link, Ellie. <laughs> yes. All right. And as always, if for some reason you stumbled upon us because Phil told you to find us, um, we are Zingness, and you can find us. Basically, just search Zingness. You can find us, of course, on Z-E-N. E-N. Yes. This. C-E-N-G. I was like, this. you didn't finish it. I, I was know. just pointing it Zen out. Zen this gets you a really <laughs> quiet podcast. Yes. Not this one. <laughs> Guided meditation. They're like, they're not talking about Star Wars at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us on all of the social medias. Definitely uh, tweet at us or join our Facebook group and let us know what you think of the Indiana Jones. Or your favorite movie of 84. Or on top of it, if you remember the series, the, the animated series Clerks. Or don't. Yes, that's equally good. Um, and this week's moment of Zang would be, um, Ellie, do you got one this week? Sums up this episode? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm out this time. Snakes have bones. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>